0: In a world where boredom runs rampant One podcast and website To bring the tired masses back from the brink of insanity CannedAirPodcast.com At CannedAirPodcast.com Read up on old topics Listen to past episodes Watch movie trailers Read up on the gang And new movies and video game store. CannedAirPodcast.com. Coming this Sunday, Thursday. You're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Your refusal
1: to listen will be one more reason for me to fire up my death ray and take over the world. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of candair a tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I am Jack Doherty. And joining us today, we have Brad Burdick from the Fly Comics. Is that right? Uh, yeah. And uh, he's going to be talking a little bit about his book, Billy the Pyro. We got to read a little bit ago, and uh, mm-hmm. it was really good, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, we're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy opening weekend, Batman and Superman find themselves in the rumor mill again. And a new perfume has come out by Tara, <laughs> Tara Reed, we'll have to talk about a little bit later <laughs> <laughs> right, Before we get to that, let's start with recaps Recaps! Alright, so this was the opening weekend, we're recording on the Sunday, what is today's date? The... 3rd?
0: Se- yes, the 3rd
1: yes, So, Guardians has been out third for two game. days and uh, we got the chance to check it out Have you seen it Brad? Brad?
2: No, I, I'm very, very sad right now because everyone in the world has seen it but me. <laughs>
1: it's a good watch. It's yes. fantastic! It blew me away.
0: Almost have to say it's my new favorite Marvel movie now.
2: Yeah, you know, just just seeing the trailers, that I think that would uh, be accurate.
0: <laughs> yeah, the trailers sure. don't spoil anything for the movie either.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's there was so much. I even had to stop myself from watching. Like, oh, this is a five minute clip and here's a new trailer and it, it didn't ruin any parts of the movie for me
1: nice I love the music in the movie yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's really what made it it was like a bunch of uh, like 70s 60s like hits mm-hmm. sprinkled throughout it was it was good it was amazing blew my expectations out of the water but so far being Sunday and the weekend's not complete yet uh, the movie was projected to bring in between 60 and 75 million and thus far has made 94 million so we might see it break 100 mil before it the may. weekend's
2: over.
0: Big summer for
2: movies this year. There's tons of good movies that came out this year.
1: Yeah, a lot. And I think there's more to come out yet. A couple more, yeah. There, uh, August 15th is, and I, I can't say this is going to be a great movie, but I'm excited. It's The Expendables 3. Oh, yeah. I can't <laughs> wait to watch it.
0: I saw a trailer the other day, and I was just sitting there. Misty was talking to me, and I was like, shut up. I gotta watch this <laughs> and she was just like oh my god I'm like it's gonna be amazing she's like no it's not I'm like well it won't but it will <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it'll be amazing in a bad way anyway if you haven't seen Guardians get out there and see it you won't be disappointed and I've got to say the after credit scene <laughs> blew me out of the fucking water yeah. I couldn't yeah. believe it yeah check it out there's been a new uh, addition to the Daredevil show on Netflix Ann Ann Wall, I guess her name is? Who's going to be playing Karen Page. It was a girl from True Blood. I never watched that. I don't watch that show. But, uh, yeah, I guess she's... Didn't you say Karen Page was like uh, Oracle
0: to Bruce Wayne? I believe that's what I I read somewhere before. Because I think even in the new series that they have out, she's... Because he's in San Francisco now, and... With as much noise He's not familiar With the place as much So she's in his ear You know Telling him Which way to to go And stuff He also has A little bit of trouble Because he can't sense Because he can't hear Out of that ear Because he's got A microphone in it Or a headset Uh, Oh I see Whatchamacallit in it But yeah I believe that's Who she's supposed to be
1: What about you Brad Are you excited For the Daredevil show To be on Netflix
2: Yeah I know They have a a couple Series coming out On Netflix And I'm excited To see what uh, what Marvel does with the translations of that. Um, Daredevil really isn't one of my, my favorite superheroes, but anything's better than the, <laughs> the, the movie, right?
1: <laughs>
2: yes. no yeah. Truer words yep. have never been spoken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm interested to see how they do this show. Um, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't... It's hard to explain because I love the show, but even though it's horrible, it's kind of like watching Walker Texas Ranger.
0: <laughs> no, you,
1: it's it's <laughs> a horrible show, but you just laugh and you love it. You for the you know same time.
0: I don't know if it was that bad. <laughs> I st- I like the show too. Walker did not like the show. Yeah, no, you got a severe hatred for Walker Texas yeah. Ranger. But... In the eyes of a ranger, <laughs> are upon you. Stop bad oh, Aaron Norris,
1: Aaron and Chuck. They do good work, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I forget what the hell we were talking about. Oh, yeah, Daredevil. So look for Anna Wool in the upcoming Daredevil series on Netflix. All right, you had something on Simpsons and Family Guy?
0: Yes, uh, coming this fall, there's going to be a Simpsons and Family Guy crossover. It'll be an hour-long episode. Um, I couldn't find out when it's going to be other than this fall.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be... I don't know if it's the season
0: premiere, but it's supposed to
1: be pretty early.
0: Yeah, something like that. Outside. Our website's got a five-minute video of clips from the premiere. Sweet. And it's it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I've noticed uh,
1: Homer's humor was uh, more like it used, used to, to be, be. back yep. in the old days, and not this like cheap punchline humor they've been delivering the last few years on The Simpsons. But... I'm excited for it. I'm a huge Simpsons fan.
0: I wonder if they had to go back to the old style just so it it worked better with Peter's.
1: I could be wrong on this, but some of the drawing looked like it was older style Simpsons drawing. Mm -hmm. It was like right after the movie came out, they used the animation in the movie on the TV show. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I hate this. I like the old crappy drawing, you know, (laughs) the blank stares on their face. That's part of the humor of it, you know?
0: Always a pupil. It kind of looks like it's off, just <laughs> <Yeah>. a little. He <laughs> just...
2: got lazy eyes
1: going on. Yeah, yeah. He he would like when he was baffled or if he was just like not paying <laughs> attention. Like one eye'd kind of look off to the right, one other to the left. You know. <laughs>
0: Even the poster on your wall, he's got that. Eye. The eyes aren't perfectly centered. They're still <laughs> the one off, just a little bit.
1: Yeah, it'll never be uh, as good as it was in its heyday, but
0: we can hope, right? Also on the channel fxx on august 21st starting at uh, 10 a.m they're gonna play every simpsons episode ever including the movie uh as a marathon straight through until uh september 1st oh, uh, at midnight
1: wonder if anyone's gonna try to like stay up and watch the whole thing it's don
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask him
1: yeah probably you're a big simpsons fan brad
2: Uh, Yeah, actually, for for my personal uh, artwork, uh, Simpsons was a a big influence in it. So, um, yeah, Simpsons and that style is is near and dear to my heart. That's awesome.
1: I've never had any of the artists say they've uh, pulled inspiration from like a...
0: No, we haven't had anyone say anything like 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 that. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. All right. Anything else on the Simpsons?
0: Oh, yeah. After the, the massive marathon... On uh, September 2nd, they're going to run four-hour blocks of The Simpsons episodes on Sunday. Like in regular syndication? Yeah. Awesome. It'll be from 4 to 8, and then you can go to Fox and watch the new episodes.
1: My DVR is going to be filling up really (laughs) freaking fast. (laughs) Any hoodly-doodle, that'll do it for Recaps. Recap it! All right, Jack, didn't you have something uh, about Batman and Superman and the rumor mill? The rumors.
0: Can't get away from the rumor mill. Yeah. Yeah. Rumors. Yes. DC has come out and said, well, this part isn't a rumor, but it'll lead into a rumor. Okay. Uh, The whole Batman versus Superman trailer that came out in Comic-Con that a few people have been able to see haven't been able to see it real well, but got kind of idea. The Frank Miller-inspired trailer. That's the only bit of it you're going to see. They don't plan on releasing it at all. What? Yeah, not any any trailers anywhere. Nothing. It was basically just for Comic-Con. Have you seen this trailer, Brad?
2: No, I haven't. I wasn't one of the lucky few, unfortunately. It
1: was pretty simple. Mm -hmm. It showed a dark figure on a rooftop, turn on a big spotlight, and it turns out to be Batman and the bat signal and the bat symbol on the signal is the Frank Miller uh, bat sig- symbol there's a lot of symbols and signals in there
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sign- <laughs> signal.
1: but uh, he turns it on and points it up at the sky and then you can see Superman and his eyes are glowing red and then it focuses on Batman and he's wearing the Frank Miller uh, Dark Knight Returns
0: armor and that's all you get but yeah it looked that was awesome it, huh? that-,
1: that was it yeah
0: <laughs> pretty damn simple <clear. laughs> <laughs> But along with that comes the rumor that The movie's not supposed to come out for about two years That trailer was all polished and clean All the effects were in set So the movie can't even be done filming yet Or you know, post-production done It was probably just
1: specifically made for Comic-Con Yeah, you that's know, the thing
0: If they're not going to release it at all Then it was made just for Comic-Con Just for fans to see and mangasm over
1: Well, like we were saying on uh, last week's episode, uh, life finds a way. (laughs) It will come out. (laughs) Through torrent or bootleg or whatever it means. It'll it'll find its way out.
0: I got to see it, so I'm happy.
1: Yeah, I wish I could have seen it clearer. It was just on someone's cell phone from like a mile away, and he was just like screaming like he was having an orgasm (gasps) all the time. Oh, (gasps) Oh, oh my
2: God!
1: Least probably was you never
2: know <laughs>
1: <laughs> good possibility
2: are you in california brad i am yes you uh, ever made it out to san diego con you know i i haven't um unfortunately uh due to you know money uh constraints because it's it's too damn expensive absolutely um, uh, yeah and the way that they're doing it now they go and buy one day tickets and then like a raffle for the hotel rooms and stuff it's just no kidding. There's a lot of other concerts uh, I'll go to, but not that one right now.
1: Sleep in my car, I reckon, <laughs> if we ever go. <laughs> and take Raffle for a hotel room. Christ, we'll stay at yeah, like Jones' There you go.
2: Yeah, had um, uh, tables and stuff that like they couldn't get a room because, well, obviously they jack up the prices, so it's like five to thousand dollars a night, you know. And yeah, like even family... Even more famous people, they just couldn't get a room. They had to try to get their publisher to, you know, hook them up or something. But I know a lot of people that weren't able to even make it just because of the hotel room situation.
1: Right. You know, and I also heard that Comic-Con, like, actually sold out in a matter of a couple hours or something. So it makes me think, like, getting tickets would be damn near impossible, you know?
0: On the Big Bang Theory, they had yeah. a kind of thing about that. Because they were all—all all four of the guys were sitting there on that couch with the laptops— getting ready to buy tickets. And as soon as they went on sale, they were sitting there refreshing because they were in a queue and they just kept refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Five minutes, boom, okay. they were gone. All the tickets. No kidding. Yeah. They're just like, well, I guess we're not going this year. Wow. That's pretty close to what it And that's real happens. life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had no idea it was really like that. All the footage we've seen. Well, same thing with like the
2: New York Comic Con that happened as well. The same situation. All these scalpers bought the tickets. And, you know, selling them for double, triple the price, and everyone's up in arms about
1: that. Yeah, but what are you going to do? They really got you in a vice there, don't they? Yeah. (laughs) I can't imagine going to that much congestion in New York. I mean, you already feel (laughs) claustrophobic (laughs) of being in the city, and then to be amongst all those people Mm -hmm. crammed in that convention center. Don't get me wrong. I'd still go, the drop of a hat, if I had got the chance, but uh, (laughs) I think I'd rather go out to the California San Diego con. All right. Anything else on uh, Batman Superman? No. All right. Moving along. You also had something on the Marvel movies.
0: It's a kind of a rumor lineup. It's, it's half true, half rumor also.
1: Oh, this is what we were supposed to mention last week and we forgot, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Um, Starting out with May 2015, The Avengers Age of Ultron. We all know that one's going to come out. After that, this way it's already been said. July 2015, Ant Man. Uh, May 2016, Captain America. Title: of The Fallen Sun. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that's some of the where the rumors are starting because of which the, what the story will be.
1: Oh, I see. So it's just kind of a, a guesstimated title.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, July 2016, Doctor Strange. May 2017, Thor, Ragnarok. Pass. Which <laughs> it kind of makes sense with the whole Loki at the end of the movie taking over, and Thor wanting to be—he wanted to stay back on Earth to hang out with uh, Jane Foster,
1: Bradley Portman. Yeah, I'd stay behind to <laughs> hang out with her too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, what you're saying?
1: I was just going to ask Brad. Uh, like, are you a fan of the Marvel movies? I'm assuming you are, based on uh, what you said about the Guardians.
2: Yeah. No. Definitely. I. Versus, uh, versus like DC and what they're doing with their movies, they, they actually have like a game plan and tying everything together with the Avengers and whatnot, so I, um, I really like what they're doing with these movies
1: Is there any uh, preferences for you? Do you like them, any of them better than the others? or?
2: Um, I, I think like you guys mentioned earlier, Guardians will probably be my new favorites um, but Iron Man is, is always one of my, my favorites yeah. sure. Yeah, that's a good one
1: I like them all pretty good. I, Thor was just—I uh, like him, like in the Avengers, like as a side character. But in, yeah. Watching his own story is just—it doesn't do it for me.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm not a 13-year-old girl, so Loki doesn't do it for me. So, uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so but funny he, that everyone goes to Loki uh, just because yeah, he's the right. bad guy, I guess, not the big blonde dude.
1: Well, he was but, a more intriguing character yeah, in those
0: movies, he and was. in
1: the Avengers, I gotta say.
0: um, I might have a little man crush on him, too, because I liked him better than (laughs) Thor.
1: He makes me tingle in
0: places. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying his name. Anyway, you are going with the best story. Yeah. After Thor, uh, July 2017, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, War of Kings. I don't know that storyline either. But uh, what was his name? I can't remember his name. The director of Guardians has come out and said that there will be one or two new uh, Guardians Teammates that'll be in the new movie. Oh, really? Yep. I wonder who they'll bring in. One of them is Adam Warlock because in Thor, at the end, when he saw the collector guy, mm-hmm. there's a big cocoon in a cage. Apparently, that's Adam Warlock in, in that form. Oh, so okay. I guess he'll hatch out. He's got one of the affinity stones in his forehead, too. Oh, really? So, yeah. Wow. The other one, who knows? Oh, November 2017, The Black Panther. Now, this is a big rumor, so...
1: I, I would love to see a Black Panther movie. Yeah. I'm not very uh, learned on his <laughs> on his past at all, but uh, just what little bets I've seen of him, is he's an intriguing character.
0: I know the metal that uh, Cap's shield's made out of, They have that's like the biggest vibranium deposit is in where his country's at, Wakanda.
1: Didn't he have like some gloves that made him... Uh really strong or something with claws on them, like some metal gloves with these big claws that he...
0: His claws were made out of, ad, not ad, yeah, vibranium, not adamantium. I don't yeah. know if I said that. I,
1: I don't know well enough to say one way or another.
0: After Black Panther, July 2018, Avengers Civil War. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
1: man, now you're talking about that, well, That's what
2: I'm that's excited good. for.
0: Five years away, big rumors right now.
2: (laughs) You're a Civil War fan, Brad? Well, just the the concept of all these movies leading up to that point, it just seems so epic to me.
1: Yeah, that would be fantastic. Like, that would be the the first movie where they all, all the different strands come come together.
0: Except Spider-Man and the X-Men.
1: Yeah, 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 that sucks. Yeah, because Spider-Man was a... His storyline was a big part of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. His whole revealing his identity to the public and all the troubles that caused in his universe, which is all ancient history now in that universe. But
0: <laughs> anyway. After the Avengers, November 2018, World War Hulk. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Did you like World War Hulk, Brad?
2: I never got into that uh, that series, unfortunately.
1: It was good. I really liked it. I, I didn't follow like the in-between, because like, they shot him into space right at the beginning of Civil War, and then you didn't hear from him until the following summer when he came charging back to Earth pissed off.
0: <laughs> but, like yeah. a Hulk do. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was so cool, because he took over New York, and he turned uh, New York Yankees Stadium into like a uh, coliseum, and making all the... Heroes battle to death, you know. Really? Yeah, it was something else. Anyway,
0: continue. after World World War Hulk, May 2019. That's as far as Marvel said they had plans for movies so far. The Inhumans, which that one's pretty obscure. I don't know it. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. it. Well, you haven't read it in the back of Spider-Man Number One, have you? Because you got I it. I
1: always forget it's in the back yeah. of that.
0: You know what? I'll read
1: it this week and I'll talk about it next. There you week. go. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think I was that reading. one. Uh, most people don't really know that uh, that world and universe, so we'll see how that goes.
0: Well, that's how. That's why I was ready to say the Guardians. It was the same way, and look at them now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember when you first brought that to the table, and you're like, "Yeah, they're bringing Guardians to the movie theater, and you're going to see Rocket Raccoon." And I thought, "Bullshit, <laughs>
0: <laughs> goddamn Raccoon."
1: Here we are. Day after seeing the movie, loving it With yep. a raccoon standing on our table Yeah
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Funny how life unfolds like that sometimes
2: And that's another reason why I like the Marvel movies uh, Kind of a little bit better than the, the DC Because they, they're they able to make these obscure titles and comics that they have Actually into blockbusters like this And mm-hmm. uh, bring these third-rate characters to, to the big screen Which is, which is awesome to see
1: Exactly, and the more they do, the better they get. And, you know, whether or not it's a comic title, you've followed it all. When the movies come out, you know it's going to be good. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think that's where it's at right now, anyway.
0: Continue. Inhumans was the last one. We'll see.
1: we well, have a lot to look forward to, don't we? Oh, yeah. If any of it's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anything else? That'll do it. That'll do it for the rumor mill.
0: The rumor <laughs> Can't get away from the rumor mill. Yeah. yeah. Rumors.
1: All righty. And this is the part of the show where we typically just talk about comics, new or old. can be anything you want. Anything you'd want to talk about today, Brad?
2: A few of the, the, the comics I'm reading right now, which are just blowing my mind. Um, I don't know if you guys read uh, Translucid from, from Boom. No. Or, or even heard of that. Um, oh. It's I don't know if you know the band uh, Coed in Cambria. Yeah. Yes. The oh, I, I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he he wrote that um, which is my first introduction to his comics cuz he's done a he's done a few of them. But like for for my comic Billy is like this is kind of the comic that I, I wish I had written. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> um, cuz it's a lot of uh, struggles with this this younger child and, um, and and the world around him and stuff. And that's it's just a really great underrated uh, comic that I'm reading right now.
1: Can you explain that whole thing to me? Because I've heard other people talking about them and I've heard some of their music, but from what I understand, and maybe I'm wrong here, is their music and their comics kind of coexist like they play together somehow?
2: Is that right? Yeah, I'm not a big Cody fan. I don't really listen to much to their music, but actually a friend of mine was, I was talking to him recently about it and he, he brought that up and I didn't realize that, but... Um, Yeah, they they write the comics along to go with their album or or songs, um, which I guess flow into each other, which is, it it makes sense. Um, And you see a couple of uh, bigger bands writing comics now, like, um, what's the one that came out from Dark Horse recently, The, the Killjoys? He was another famous singer that he's writing uh, that. comics, but uh,
0: I caught something on Facebook a couple of days ago about about that one with Colleen Cambria, but I didn't really look into it too much.
1: Maybe we'll have to pick that up. I think so. Pack rats. Yep. Very cool. Anything else on that, Brad?
2: Um, other than that, I'm reading about half of Image's titles right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a good. They just
2: keep putting good and good stuff out. It's just it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. If you see that image logo on a book, you know you're in for a good read. That's mm-hmm. what I've found anyway. Is, yep. Yeah, starting to find out now. Yeah.
0: What about you, Jackery? What do you got this week? Mine goes along with the big movie, The weekend. Oh. It was the prelude to The Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a two issues. One based on Gamora and uh, what's her sister's name? I can't remember. Nebula. Yes. Kind of gives a little backstory on them. Oh, really? When they were sisters, um, when they were still with Thanos, him training them, seeing what what they went through and stuff, and you kind of see where Nebula loses her arm. Oh, okay. But it was pretty neat. If you don't, if you didn't know much about them, you know, pick it up and read it, get a little idea. The other one is uh, based on Rocket and Groot, pretty much before you see them in the movie it's the little adventure they have before that part
1: oh really no yep, it was pretty neat kind of like a uh, Han and Chewie before they got mixed up and all <laughs> yeah, the, uh... yeah really <laughs> <laughs> sounds good and that's a current story or is, are those back issues or
0: no they're the Rocket and Groot one came out a couple weeks ago the one with Gamora and Nebula came out Oh, uh, I probably want to say around May maybe i want to start beefing up my uh
1: Guardians comic collection I'm sure Everyone else and their mother is going to As well so <laughs>
0: Misty was asking me about It today she's like what do you have All of them I'm like yep I was like here's number one Enjoy now she's wowed After she seen uh, yeah. the
1: movie Oh yeah <laughs> Alright uh, What I brought this week was uh, actually A book that was recommended to us on the show A few weeks ago by uh, Jesse Dubin uh, he had talked about uh, Atomic Robo, and it's about a robot that was built by Nikolai Tesla in, like, the uh, early 90s, I think. And- early 1900s. Uh, yeah, that's what I
0: meant. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Last 10 years, this guy invented electricity.
1: He loved the bare and ladies and Marcy playground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but this robot was self-aware and uh, goes on all these adventures through time, like uh, stopping Nazis or villains in the Old West, just jumping all over time. And I bought the first two issues of the uh, the where he goes back into the Old West, and I gotta tell you, it's it's awesome. I'm hooked on this. Is that- yes, he's like a he looks like a cross between the Rocketeer and. Uh, what's that earth to echo that little echo yeah yep. thing yeah he looks like a cross between those two characters if you can imagine that <laughs> but uh <laughs> you have to put something about that on the, the website because i will um that's all i really have to say about it. i don't want to give away anything but definitely check out atomic robo that was a good recommendation and i'm going to push that recommendation forward all right any other comics to talk anyone
2: uh, there's so many out there, but <laughs> not off the top
1: of my head. <laughs> all right, man. That'll do it for Comic Talk. And with that, let's move into... Real,
0: Real World, World Heroes. Heroes! So, Jack, who do we have this week? This week is... Larry Skopnik. Larry Skopnik. Okay, what has Larry done to deserve a spot? Uh, well, first of all, a little backstory on old Larry... Uh, he broke his back in an ATV accident about 10 years prior to this. This happened in May of 2010, and he's been in a wheelchair ever since then. Well, he was at a like a quick stop. This happened in Vancouver. Okay. Doing his shopping. This guy comes in to buy something, hands the cashier 50. The cashier says, no, I'm not going to take it. 50's counterfeit. So the guy was kind of trying to rob him, basically. Well, the uh, guy got pissed. Came Behind the counter, trying to get into the cash register, Larry caught eye of this going on, so he came over, uh, grabbed the guy, subdued him, held him down into a reverse full Nelson on the floor until the cashier was able to get the authorities there. Wow, makes me think of uh Joe Swanson from The
1: Family Guy. You know, he was oh, yeah, he was in a wheelchair, but uh, yeah, he was the most likely of any of them to, uh, yeah, (laughs) the most athletic of all of them. That's, that's amazing.
0: And at the end, he doesn't he didn't really want any spotlight or anything, because he's like, you know, there's nothing I can do, I can't do, other than walk, run, and jump. So it was just, you know, it's sure. just him.
1: Well, whether or not you want the spotlight, Larry, you're going to get it on our wall of justice. In the Hall of Heroes. <laughs> so congratulations, Larry. And thank you for your good deeds. All righty, let's just move into our stories here. Did you guys hear that they're rebooting the Jungle Book? No. Yes. Yes. I hadn't heard that. You say you had heard that, Brad?
2: Uh, well, just like uh, yesterday or the day before, but yeah.
1: Did you hear who's going to be voicing Baloo? Uh, who, uh, who was it again? Bill Murray.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: He won't come out to do Ghostbusters uh, just 3, but that. he'll come out to voice a fucking cartoon bear. <laughs> But it's supposed to be like a live-action-slash-animation hybrid, so I don't know if that means... Chippendale.
0: Like, or not Chippendale, but uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks-type deal. Yeah, Smurfs. Roger Rabbit kind of
1: stuff. But it's going to be directed by Jon Favreau, director of uh, the Iron Man movies. Hmm. So... Nice. Yeah, it might be pretty good. He's He's a good director.
0: So it's going to be cartoon animals, or is it going to be CG? Probably.
1: I, I don't know. It just said live action animation. It'll probably be, I don't know.
0: It'll probably be like Spurs.
1: Remember when they did, like, uh, well, I guess Alvin and the Chipmunks would be a good example. I mean, they didn't look like the cartoon characters. It's like they took real chipmunks and yeah. just threw a shirt on them. And, so maybe it'll be something like that. But uh, another thing I found was Christopher Walken's going to be voicing King Louie. <laughs> 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 That's odd. <laughs> yeah. It'll be awesome, though. And Scarlett Johansson is going to be uh, Snake Ka.
0: What?
1: Yeah. Really? I'm just reading it here. That's a weird <laughs> one. Agreed. I, I can't say that when I rush out to see this. I just saw Bill Murray was doing something. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, Okay, do <laughs> Ghostbusters. I'm going to go do the Jungle Book.
1: I, I, I don't know. I kind of halfway. I, I guess I don't understand his reasoning for not being in it, but... If it's now because of Harold Ramis, I understand Because I remember there being talks of him, you know, signing on before Harold Ramis We had had talked about that, that he he did say he was going to And, you know, he just probably didn't want to make another Ghostbusters Because the second one didn't do well in theaters, I don't think No It was a flop compared to the first one Yeah But, um, I don't know I just think if you're going to voice a bear, you can at least throw your voice in the Ghostbuster movie or something (laughs) (laughs) Make him dead yeah. Anyway, moving along. You a Sharknado fan
2: there, Brad? <laughs> um, I can't uh, honestly say I've seen them, but... Uh, <laughs> Don't feel bad. Very interesting concept.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: We haven't seen them either, but um, th- let me ask. Do you happen to have a uh, girlfriend who would be into Sharknado? Um, I do not. That's a shame, because Tara Reed <laughs> Has just unleashed a line of perfume called Shark based based on the Shark cartoon movie. <laughs> <laughs> just when you thought she was doing good. Yeah. You know, her uh, you go to her website and there she is modeling with a bottle <laughs> of mm-hmm.
0: shark perfume. <laughs> Does the bottle look like a shark fin?
1: Ooh. See, you should get do some marketing there for them maybe. <laughs> that's a better idea than what they had on the website.
0: <laughs> Most of the time it's more expensive because of the way the bottle looks, so. Yeah, could be. Might be able to rack up another 20 bucks getting a neat looking bottle, shark fin looking. I got a feeling this is the
1: perfume that's going to end up like on an end cap at like a fucking Kmart, and yeah. someone's
0: like drawn all over her face with
1: lipstick or something. You know,
0: <laughs> gone unnoticed. It'll start out in the malls in like the Victoria's Secrets where people are spraying people until the <laughs> rashes break out. Then what they are you wearing, <laughs>
1: Shark?
2: <laughs> oh, at least it doesn't spray like sharks on you or something. That just... <laughs> Little, that, that's the third tiny... Sharknado movie right there.
0: Yeah, there really? There you go.
1: <laughs> see, you could be a writer. You guys are already throwing better ideas than what I've seen for these movies. So. Uh, I'm sorry to see that, Tara Reed. I uh, thought you were doing better, but perhaps not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, one more thing to mention here. I saw on the internet today. Bob Kane's own copies of early Batman are going up for auction on, uh, Comic Connect. And his Detective Comics 27 through 45 and Batman 1 through 3 are on sale. Now, I can't imagine the price tags on these No. Things. No. Can't even fathom. Does it say why he's auctioning them? Well, I mean, he's dead himself, but I, I just think, uh... Whoever was owning them just had donated them Or was selling I don't don't remember Maybe it was just using these people to auction them off But Mm. uh, I don't remember the guy's name Who had possession of them Also had an Incredible Hulk number one The 1962 issue Mm. When I guess there's only supposed to be Like four or five in existence Good god And it's expected to get Upwards to 300,000 It's fucking nuts (laughs) Wow (laughs) You believe that? Like, would you ever pay that kind of money for a no. comic book? No. Not at all. Like, hmm, do I want a big fancy fucking house and car and <laughs> live well for a while? Or do I want to keep living in this apartment with a $300,000 comic book on the wall?
0: <laughs> I really had to think to buy a a, a variant that was 20 bucks. Yeah. But it, it's got a $100 price tag on it now, so...
1: Yeah, they, they show that worth, but you got to find that person who's going to exactly. pay that $100 yep. for yeah. it first, you know? Um, also, there was a 42 Archie where he makes his own appearance for the first time. So I guess the Archie book was running before Archie had even premiered in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I read on that uh, website. I don't remember what website it was, but I uh, couldn't believe it. And that's estimated to bring uh, 150,000. Anyone who spends that kind of money on a comic book has got way too much money and way yeah. too many mind problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: that's all I have on that. I just found that interesting. I got one last news thing. Lay it on us. Uh, it has to do with uh, the big movie the weekend too. Okay. Surprisingly, uh, <laughs> two theaters. <laughs> Reportedly showed Rise of the Guardians by mistake. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In Richmond, Virginia, a theater tried, like, it was a regal cinema, so apparently they have, like, computers they play the, the movies through. So they open up, well, like, their Dropbox file, push play, it goes through the projector. Okay. Both theaters had a summer movie series for ch- kids that includes, ride, included Rise of the Guardians. So they think it was just a big mistake that it was still on their servers.
1: Oh, I see. That like movie about like the Easter Bunny and Santa yep. and all them teaming yeah. up or something. That makes yep. sense.
0: So the one in Virginia tried to restart the movie three times. By then, everyone was already gone getting their <laughs> money back. And I guess there was another one in uh, New Jersey did the same thing.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. That's crazy. I don't... I can't imagine waiting to get your money back and all those people. I I'd want my money, money yeah. back.
0: Rabble, 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 rabble. rabble.
1: <laughs> it's fucking expensive to see movies nowadays, man. Yep. Oh, just the yeah. two of take us to get them. to
2: see a movie now, especially if you want popcorn. You know, it's just exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I could not believe the prices the other night. I mean, just f- for the two of us, her and I to see Guardians in three D, twenty seven dollars. Ooh, that's
0: bullshit. It, it have been twenty twenty three for well. Not including the twenty-two fifty that I spent on food because we went at lunchtime and we were both starving. So.
1: I wanted to go during the day but I had obligations. I was, yeah, like even the refreshments menu in there—it was like uh, a bowl of popcorn and two drinks, twenty dollars. What a bargain! I was like, "Kiss my <laughs> ass!" You already got twenty-seven of my dollars.
0: Anyway, <laughs> anything else on that? Nope, that was the little whoops on the theater's part. Well, how pissed would you be
1: that, oh, yeah. If that movie starts playing When you go in there to see Guardians of the Galaxy
0: I'd like that movie, I would have just stayed <laughs> You're full of shit <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, I remember this This was a low. good we one
2: Mentioned It was like a crossbreed between Rise of the Planet of the Apes And Guardians of the Galaxy And in that case, that would probably be pretty awesome
1: oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that Yeah, because yeah, that's playing too Maybe just got the titles mixed up. I, I can't wait to see that movie. I mm-hmm. can't believe I haven't gone yet. Have you seen it, Brad?
2: I haven't either. I, I, I'm i terrible at going to the movie theater.
1: Oh, you and me both. So, yeah, same here. Until we started this podcast and I felt like an obligation to go out and watch these <laughs> movies so we could talk about them, I never went to the theaters. Like, <laughs> even my movies that I adore, I wouldn't
0: go see. I'm like,
1: man, I can't wait till it's on DVD.
0: The big Marvel well, ones are the only ones that, that I'd see. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. I I regret not going to see Godzilla Yeah
1: Um, And I do when I catch Planet of the Apes But we have turtles coming out We've Mm -hmm. got uh, Expendables Anyway Anything else? That'll do it All right. well let's just jump right over to you Brad And talk a little bit about uh, Billy the Pyro We want to thank you again for being on the show today Yeah my pleasure So uh, what can you tell us about Billy the Pyro?
2: Well, I guess uh, it's been a concept of mine for for quite a long time. Um, Actually, it originated as uh, my senior year in high school um, for English class. We were supposed to make a children's book. And um, (laughs) I came up with this concept, uh, Billy the Pyro, as a children's book. Um, Since then, uh, it's definitely changed a lot. um, And I've (laughs) accomplished a lot of my personal... um, upbringings and uh, scenarios in life into this and kind of masked it in a a superhero-esque environment. So the elevator pitch I guess for for Billy, it's uh, it's a not-so-normal coming-of-age story uh, about an adolescent teenager having to deal with this abusive and troubled uh, life and soon discovers that he's been genetically altered by this government's research institute to control and produce the element of fire uh, which he eventually teams up with and fights past experiments gone wrong, etc. So, um, very nice. Yeah, that's 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 Billy.
1: Well, I want to thank you for letting us read the first two issues. Yeah, I'm definitely into this book now. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, he's he's had a rough upbringing, and you can feel for him. I mean, he's got an attitude, but you can understand why he's got that attitude. You know,
0: totally, especially with going the uh, the psychiatrist in there.
1: Yeah,
0: and mm-hmm. you don't want to. He doesn't want to answer it because he doesn't want to hear the babble to make it better. Pretty much, right? Um, then the whole—I th-
1: don't know how much we're allowed to say here, Brad. I don't want to ruin a lot of this.
2: Go go, go for it.
1: <laughs> but um, just the whole like uh, tragedy with his mother—you know, uh, her dying at his, during his birth. Yeah. How that's affected him and his dad and his relationship with his dad, and it's the first two issues have been a very good setup, and I'm really intrigued to see where he goes now because it seems like he's uh, ready to learn to use his ability and how to control it mm-hmm.
2: yeah so. um, and that's what I wanted to have the first two issues be about anyways because it's, it's really focused on Billy and yeah, there's this other stuff and other stories going around him but it's, it's really all about Billy um, and so I wanted to spend as much time on his backstory and to get the feeling of where he's coming from and um not just oh he woke up one day and he has these superpowers you know right um you know and oh he's just another angsty teenager and like you guys said and i'm glad that you you understand that you know he has a reasoning behind all that so now these next two issues because i have four issues planned um it's just going to be like you said him learning about his abilities and and figuring out actually what his purpose in life is. Now, you
1: said you have four issues planned out. Is it just going to be a four-part miniseries, or are you going to have it go past
2: that? So um, I do definitely have more series or, or more issues in mind after that. Um, I, uh, the first story arc will just be the first four issues, and we'll see where that goes, because when I was writing these, these issues, I've already come up with like four or five other different completely different comics that I kind of want to do and go back and forth. So, um, eventually I'll I'll get back to Billy, but I think after the first volume comes out, I'm going to work on a different comic and then I'll I'll go back to volume two, which, um, will continue this series. Because Billy is near and dear to my heart. Um, and I will always be writing those. So I've always had it planned as an ongoing series. Um, And I want it to kind of grow and adapt when I grow and adapt as well. Um,
1: characters growing with the artist mm-hmm. and vice versa. Very nice. So, uh, who
2: else? Yeah, is Yeah, I've talked to some other writers about you know their, their process of writing and how the characters kind of just write themselves. And I I find that very true. Yeah, I put a lot of my no, my own experience into to my writing, um, but these these characters are evolving themselves and a scene where they, they, they take them um, like after the fourth issue um, I didn't really even know where the series was going to go or, or uh, the story but um, after finishing that fourth issue I have all these different ideas now that I want to incorporate and so it's, it's kind of cool.
0: Towards the end of the, the second one I was wondering if he was going to end up a mad teen if he was going to go the easy way and do chaos breaking in hurting people mm-hmm. or if he was going to end up doing the lighter side and being the more hero-esque type but like dabble in the bad side a little bit before he
1: eventually went back to Well, if he just go it.
0: straight bad or straight good or but yeah. you find you kind of get the idea a little bit more t- towards the end. I don't okay. want to root for anyone but
1: yeah, that that was one thing I was thinking like I didn't know what kind of angle they were going to take or you were going to take with people, <laughs> I should say, <laughs> not they. <laughs> but um it kind of looked like he was going to be kind of like a dark villain for a split second. Thing. Yeah. Uh, or uh, excuse me, a dark hero, kind of like uh, like the Punisher or something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? In that aspect. But um, I really like the way it's turned out so far. Now, you had mentioned that you had some other projects you're working on or that you want to work on. Is there anything you can let up about those?
2: Um. Yeah, well, there's, there's a short story that I just finished up um, that I don't know if I can say too much about um, but some other uh, comics of mine that I I want to uh, work on is really more space and sci-fi oriented that has always been um, I don't know an interest of mine of you know what else is out there and we're just so insignificant in this this galaxy and this you know this this world and um, so I kind of want to venture out uh, especially with, like, the Cosmo, the TV show Cosmo. Um, I yes. watched that. Um, that really got me thinking and, and opened up my mind to some of these other stories and ideas. Um, so the next one I want to do is actually a sci-fi love story. And, really? you know, comics used to really strictly be about, like, love stories and, and romance. Sure. Um, and that's kind of come and gone. Um, and there's only a few out there so it's always intrigued me about uh, trying to bring back a, a love story to, into the comic book so uh, that's kind of my next project that I'm, I'm, I'm working on right now or starting to write
1: You also work on this with uh, is it Fabian Cobos? Yeah, yeah So like, who's the artist? Who's the writer? I mean, how'd you guys meet? Uh, who else is involved with the project?
2: Um, so I'm the, I'm the writer-creator um, and uh, Fabian is the extremely talented artist that I actually found through uh, Deviant Art. Um, okay. I'm on Deviant Art every day, just finding new artists and, and looking at different art styles and stuff. Um, and actually, Fabian is uh, lives down in Mexico.
0: Um,
2: no kidding. Yeah. So, and a lot of people, because also my my colorist I found on DeviantArt, Art, Eddie Swan. He lives in Australia. Wow. Um, So it's kind of more of an international comic book. Um, (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah, and and, and it's great this this day and age where, you know, you can connect with people like that. You know, someone that I, till this day, have never even met Fabian. Uh, We've only communicated through emails and stuff. And um, same thing with uh, my colorist and letterist as well. But um, it's great. So... Uh, yeah, it's Faye amazing. is an illustrator, uh, Eddie Swan's a colorist that lives out in Australia. Um, and then I have Crank, who did like a hack slash and a lot of image stuff. He did the lettering for the first issue. Um, and then uh, Marshall Dillon came in. Uh, he's going to be finishing up the second through fourth issues on the lettering.
1: Very cool. It's a project that goes all the way around the world before yeah, it ends pretty, up yeah, in your much. hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of interesting little things like that with this series. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I appreciate that.
2: So uh, when can we expect issue three out? So uh, issue three just got the release date for September 3rd. Um, we were hoping to get it out this month, but uh, the publisher um, decided that September 3rd would be the, the best bet for that.
1: Now, uh, where can people pick up the first two issues of Billy the Pyro?
2: Uh, right now, um, it's digital through Comixology. Um, I have planned to run a Kickstarter to put together the first volume of the four issues, um, hopefully October ish. Um, and then you'll be able to pick up the print issue. And then uh, if you miss the Kickstarter through the publisher, we're going to get it through Diamonds, where you can pick it up at your local comic book shop.
1: Very cool. We'll have some links on our website yeah. as well. Yeah, we'll. To get it out there. Awesome uh, We want to thank you again Brad For being on the show with us today And talking about Billy the Pyro And again sending us the issues to read It's been our pleasure It's It's been awesome I want to read more
0: Yeah same here
2: I'll, uh, I'll, I'll shoot you the third issue here after, after this oh, oh sweet Awesome I <laughs> got some reading to do
0: <laughs>
1: Alright well I think that's probably going to do it for today Unless either of you have anything else
0: that's it for issue for episode forty-one.
1: What we got on the website
0: there, Jack? I'll uh, show recaps, lots of new trailers I threw up today, uh, some photos, uh, recap of Comic-Con type stuff in the photo page, the Canned Air Game Store video or movie store and comic store.
1: And you can also find us on Twitter at CandairPod. And uh, yeah, like Jack was saying, you know, you can jump on our website, check out Billy the Pyro. Or you can uh, check out some of the past episodes, or excuse me, the past issues we've reviewed.
0: Anything else? Oh, if you're a artist or a comic book writer, head over to our website, go to the Contact Us page, shoot us an email. We'll get you on the show. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's fun hanging out with these artists. I, uh, I always feel so small. Like These guys are so talented, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just sitting here pushing record on the microphone here. <laughs>
2: If it wasn't for you guys, we, we wouldn't be known. So, you know, we, we, we appreciate
1: that. <laughs> well, we appreciate that comment. Yes. Thank you. And uh, keep in contact with us, Brad. Yeah, let us yeah, know about do. the Kickstarter.
2: Yeah, definitely. Thank yeah, you uh, Thank you again for having me on. It's been a blast.
1: Thanks, Thanks for coming along And until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty.
2: Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Brad Bird.
1: And we'll see you next time. See you next week. Yeah.